Fix your mind on the pause, the great turning, the limbo, the space before becoming and after dissolving. This is the bardo, the space in between, the place where creation springs out of and dissolves back into. Learn to become familiar with the bardo, to make it your friend, your teacher, your guide, and your greatest ally to discovering all things known and unknown. Namaskar friends and welcome to Atha Yoga Anushasanam. This podcast is devoted to bringing the ancient teachings of yoga to the wild and weird world of the modern 21st century. It may seem as though we are flying blind, but luckily we have a road map in the form of the Vedas, Upanishads, Sutras and Tantras that can help us navigate amidst the changing tides of life. We'll be addressing a range of topics related to yoga, from philosophy to practice to lifestyle and Ayurveda, and of course, to current situations and how we can approach them with yogic thought, speech, and action. For more information and questions, visit www.kushyoga.com. That's K-H-U-S-H-Y-O-G-A. I'm your host, Kushi Malhotra. So come on, let's take a look and see what's going on. Namaste, friends. Happy solstice. How are you? That's a big question these days, isn't it? How are you? I feel like we can spend probably the whole podcast talking about how am I and how are you. 2020 seems to have a lot of those loaded, entrenched questions where we are more than contemplating how am I, it's more like who am I, right? And that's the <laughs> the Nisargadatta Maharaj would say, who am I? I am that. So maybe you got that joke, maybe you didn't. Anyways, we're at the tail end of 2020. It's December. Did you think that we would get here so fast? And by fast, I mean slow. The moments are slow and they're long. And the quarantine period, given everything that's going on. But there is a sense of quickness with all of it as well. And hence the strange, confusing duality that we find ourselves to live in, in this human body and form. There's this and there's that. There's up and down, light and dark, clarity and confusion. And wow, what a fun ride. By fun, I mean dot, dot, dot. Anyways, raise your hand if you started a podcast in 2020. (laughs) I am sure many of you did. I feel like this podcast is just me riffing a lot. If I did like yoga spoken word... This is what it would sound like, and some of you seem to like it, 
Others of you probably haven't even heard of it. So welcome to Poetry Hour with Atta Yog Anushasanam. Today's topic, right, you're like, when will she get back to the topic at hand? Today's topic is something I feel I talk about again and again and again. And it's something that is necessary right now. You know, the changing of the year and the moving into this darkness, the depths of the winter season, oh, it's important for joy. It's important for a recreation and renewal of your own prana shakti, your own inner vitality and essence of life itself. Right, We have to complete the cycles, but for some reason, and this is in many spiritual traditions in the modern age, we are so obsessed with focusing on life, on that which is positive, on that which is bring illumination, that we forget to get our hands a little dirty into the deep, dark, rich, fertile soil of the unconscious. And this unconscious, the depths of this place, is something that cannot really be talked about, cannot really be explained, but is only a truly metaphoric journey that each individual each being must take on their own. And given that, isn't it a fantastic ride? I mean, to have the opportunity, okay, yes, there is pain. This is first noble truth of the Buddha. There is suffering. Of course, now accept that. We've accepted that there is suffering. But there is also a way out. And the way out is the journey that we all find ourselves on. And each person's way out, wow, looks so fantastic, looks so incredible to me, to my eyes. When I hear people's stories about where they are, how they've come to be, and watch them continue on, I find that every single life story is heroic and worthy of praise, and worthy of their own autobiography. I could read all of your stories and just be just completely content this whole winter uh, watching the stories unfold. But what we do find is that there needs to be a time where we watch our own story unfold and give it the richness, texture, and depth that is required of our own effort, right? This effort in a very yogic way. Of course, this podcast is about yoga, but today I'm talking about, I don't even want to say a different spiritual tradition. I truly believe that they are one in the same, and that's the tradition of the Buddha, tradition of uh, Tibetan Buddhism, you know, if you really trace back, especially Hatha Yoga, to its more esoteric roots, you find a lot of these masters hidden away in the caves of 
Tibet and Mount Kailash, Lake Mansarovar, right? That's the where the tradition of at least the Himalayan tradition, Himalayan Institute and Swami Rama, who is, uh, I can say I am a great devotee of that those yogis come from this region and the sharing of this information and the sharing of what it is to be a human being and how it is that we navigate what's known as the bardos. So the bardo, right? It's a beautiful word, bardo. Bardo is the intermediate space. It's the gap. It's the limbo between two dualities, life and death, sleep and the waking state, between a thought arising and a thought passing away, between the inhalation and the exhalation, or the exhalation and the inhalation. So these are the four bardos that I'm really going to focus on. And the bardo gives us uh, an incredible way forward. I feel especially for 2020 to 2021. It's so interesting that how culturally we ascribe meaning to certain changing rhythms that are kind of arbitrary. The changing of December 31st to January 1st is just another day. Um, unlike the solstice today, which is, of course, the shortest day of the year and the heralding of the light. But even that, uh, the movement from 2020 to 2021 maybe requires something a little bit different from us as human beings. The extra length of this pause, the extra length of the cycle to end in its own time for you. So instead of being culturally pressured to feel renewed, feeling when that ending is complete, when the cycle is truly complete for you, and then beginning again. For some reason, I do feel deeply within myself that the change from this year to the next is a bardo. It's a gap. It's the intermediate stage. It's like crossing a bridge. And you might be feeling, well, the whole of 2020 was crossing a bridge from what I thought I knew, what I thought was secure and steady, what my belief systems, my prejudices, what everything that made me up into really, I don't know, and I don't know much. And this is a great place to be friends. You know, the more I study, the more I realize I don't know anything, you know, especially in yoga. And I'm in just the field of yoga, and sometimes I'm holding my head like, oh my God, I can continue to read and practice for the rest of my life, and I won't even touch the tip of this very iceberg. And that is overwhelming and very very exciting to me. I don't know how you feel about it in this moment of time, but however it is that you feel, 
know that there is a supporting force underneath the changing feelings that always guide you back so lovingly, so compassionately, with the utmost grace, with a feeling of always celebrating who you are and not denouncing, condemning you. But there is a force in this universe that is truly loving and kind. And just let yourself feel that for a moment within your own self. Where it comes from, that is a mystery, my friends. Where it's going, that also is a mystery, my friends. But where we are right now in the intermediate between where we came from and where we're going in this bardo of this lifespan, that is a true discovery that we do each and every moment. Ah, so the bardo of, let's start with the breath. Because if I jump straight to life and death, then perhaps a few of you will get squeamish, right? So we'll start with the breath. As you breathe, you'll notice your inhale rises. There's a turning. And then the exhale falls. And then there's a turning. And then the inhale rises. This is another actually wonderful, I can say, word for Bardot, a translation is the turning, the great turning. The waiting moment when that inhale crescendos and passes away, right? The inhale ceases to exist into the exhale. And then the exhale ceases to exist into the inhale. And in the Shiva Sutras, Shiva says, watch these moments, watch these gaps. They will reveal the mystery of life to you. So just watch for a moment this intermediate turning, this gap, the limbo stage between inhale and exhale, and exhale and inhale. For those of you who study yoga, right, you know the solar and lunar aspects of the breath, life and death aspects of inhale and exhale, active and passive, but be a little bit more attuned to the space in between now. That space in between is representative of that deep unconscious, the mystery, the link that connects the duality. So if the link wasn't there, the two would merge into unity. So just feel how this linking moment can bring you into yoga, the union. 
the unifying force between two seeming polar opposites. When you have that, when you know that bardo of your breath, it brings you into a different state of consciousness. Our consciousness is traveling all the time from very mundane, gross reality to the most fine, the most subtle. All of this exists within this human form. Isn't it incredible? I wonder that all the time, especially when I meditate, how one human form can hold all of this, all of these sensations, all of these experiences, all of these samskaras, everything within this very tiny, compact thing. This is the mystery that the breath will begin to guide you towards. So the next time you are practicing, watch the turning. And as you watch the turning, watch the bardo, you will merge with the bardo. Your consciousness will become inherent into the intermediate state. And when it does, there will be a great mystery waiting for you. This is the beauty of these esoteric practices. There's not a lot of pomp or grandeur around them, but they are simple and profound. And the same can be said with the second bardo, right? The arising of one thought, the passing away of the thought, and then the space in between before the next thought arises. Now, I'm saying it very slowly, but that doesn't mean it happens slowly, right? Your thoughts move at a phenomenal speed. But we all know this God-given link between breath and mind. And if we did not have this link, we would not have yoga, my friends. We are so lucky that breath and mind are so interconnected. So if you focus on the range and cyclical nature of your inhales and exhales turning into one another, the thoughts, the chitta vrittis will also begin to slow down first and foremost. An agitated mind will slowly, slowly, slowly become more and more ikagrata, one-pointed. And the spaces between what arises at the field of the mind will be larger. So even if it is for a half a second, as one thought comes up, passes away, there'll be a space 
Maybe you notice the space, the void, the emptiness, right? And void and emptiness, right? Let's not have a negative connotation with these words, but think of it as the unbounded state of your mind. It's like when you go out into the desert and all you see is horizon all around you. You know, your, your mind cannot adjust. If you're driving up through the mountains and then all of a sudden you come into this vast desert. Oh my God, the mind has to do a little bit of adjusting, right? You can't really understand perspective here because you're always used to seeing things in comparison to other things. And now you found yourself in the boundless state of the mind. Complete open field of awareness. The space between one thought and the next, the bardo. And what you'll find is that when you notice and stay in this space between the thoughts, when you find it, when you catch it, it expands. Right? My favorite saying, I like to think that I made up the saying, but maybe I didn't. You can let me know later, is that Wherever prana goes, the mind flows. So you're placing your pranic field, your attention, onto this boundless state. Mind has no tethers. The space in between. Your prana is flowing there. The mind is flowing there in this infinite space of awareness for a moment and then the moment passes and then another thought arises but the more we give attention to these intermediate points right these states in between the more they grow the more they expand the more they give us a clue to the nature of self whatever that nature of self is, but only through your direct experience because who cares what is written in books then? If you cannot directly experience what the yogis are saying, then what is the point, right? So practicing this experience of the bardo to gain that inner wisdom, to expand the understanding of your own self. Another wonderful place to practice the bardo, which I feel is so interesting right now in our yoga culture in the modern era, is yoga nidra and how much people are drawn to nidra right now, to the aspect of deep relaxation practices. I can see, at least in the yoga realm, much more than meditation, right? Maybe it's because the body is easy, it's against the ground, right? One doesn't have to feel so much of the pain of holding oneself upright, right? And 
the groundingness of the body can help the mind to relax. So it's another wonderful place in your shavasana as a shava, as a corpse, when you die at the end of your practice. Really, that's what we're doing. We're, we're dying, right? We're assuming the corpse position to finish off the cycle of practice and then be ready and renewed for the next cycle of existence that happens after our sadhana. When that happens, right, how is it that we practice shavasana, right? How is it that we really go into the art of dying, dying before we die? That is yoga, my friends, dying before we die. Not really so much the art of learning how to be youthful and prolong life as much, but prolonging life in so much that we can gain the tools to give ourselves the inner strength to face that final bardo. So when we lay in shavasana, we are practicing the death state. We are practicing pratyahara, withdrawing the senses from the external world, coming deep within ourselves, right? Pulling the energy down into our body, into the cavern of being, in the tantric tradition, that's the lotus of the heart, anahata chakra. And when we go here, we are taking all of the energy that is dissipated, distracted, stupefied, right? And pulling it into its original resting place, its source. And in doing that, we find that we travel from the jagrat state, the wakened state, to the dream state. Consciously, step by step, we make these bridges through the, you know, walking the bridges from the waking to the dreaming, from the dreaming to the deep sleep state while mind is conscious in that field of awareness, body is sleeping, mind is aware. So can you imagine at the moment of death, body is dying, but mind is aware of each and every process that is happening. So when we practice Shavasana, it is to experience very deeply the linking to the state of deep sleep, the final sleep, the yoga nidra sleep, the sleep that sustains the universe. So the next time you practice shavasana, Right? Really enter into it as though you are leaving this body. You are laying yourself down to that final rest, practicing for those moments to gain the courage and conviction right, that you have 
garnered through your whole yoga practice, through the asana, through the pranayama, gaining the energy, the pranashakti, storing that energy, and then giving it all up. That final surrender of the physical state, that final surrender of your indriyas, as you let go and allow the mind to drift slowly like a leaf falling very gently from the sky, from the active awakened state to turiya, the state beyond, beyond the senses, beyond the physical world, into again the gap, the limbo, right, walking that fine line, that razor's edge, neither here nor there, neither awake or completely non-existent. And practicing the bardo in the Shavasana state will then prepare us, right, for that final bardo. Ah, what a great mystery. So many books, so many theories, so many concepts about the space after life, known as death. (laughs) But is it just life into death, or is there a bardo? Is there a space as we make the transition from life to the next big question mark? Right, and no need to think too hard with your conscious mind about this final bardo, but to practice, right? To practice the previous three, to practice learning to be okay with the movement towards change. Change may not have occurred completely, but one thing lays to rest before the next thing arises, the pause, the gap. Right, in yoga we expand that pause, right, known as kumbhaka, or the antaha kumbhaka, or bahya kumbhaka, right, the breath in, holding the breath in, antara kumbhaka, holding the breath out, bahya kumbhaka. But to, that is a very forceful way, right, of doing it, but to just be aware of the slight turning of the breath, the slight turning of the mind, the slight turning of your waking to deep sleep state. And then you might feel a bit stronger, centered, collected, concentrated, as we turn now the wheel from 2020, a very incredible year for our own transformation, understanding, and lifting the veil of Maya and so much of our delusion, right? If you listen to the last podcast on the Kleshas, you know that 2020 was shining a light very clearly on 
humanity's afflictions or kleshas. No more hiding. So now when we turn that wheel from the state of laying bare for the world to see, turning now into 2021, the next cycle, being now in the state of the space in between. We don't know what is to come, but we can prepare ourselves. So, as this year ends, I wish you all a very profound bardo to go into it with your full attention, awareness, and care, yet stand supported on that infinitely loving source that cares and motivates this entire universe to breathe and to be. All right, friends. Happy New Year. Happy New Bardo. <laughs> Take care. I'll see you in the new year with new episodes, with perhaps some new friends. In the meantime, please... Take care of yourselves as only you know how and we will see what happens as we enter the great mystery of life itself. Really a warm thank you to all of those who tuned in for today's episode of Atta Yoga Anusasanam. If you like what you heard, maybe you'll consider subscribing to this podcast as well as donating so that future episodes can occur. You can donate via PayPal at www.paypal.me backslash kushyoga, K-H-U-S-H-Y-O-G-A or via Venmo at Yoga. If you'd like to share with me your thoughts and suggestions about this podcast, if you have any questions for me or suggestions for future episodes of Atta Yoga Anushasanam, please feel free to email me at kushyoga at gmail.com. As always, please stay in touch. You can do so via Instagram at kushface. We have some free yoga and meditation on my YouTube channel at Kush Yoga, as well as my website www.kushyoga.com. A very special thank you to Vinod Prasanna for the fabulous intro music and to 4BSTR, 4CK3R for the outro music that you are enjoying now. I'm your host, Kushi Malhotra. And let's see what happens next. Bye-bye.